Welcome back. We have another great episode of Stuck in the Middle for you guys. Um, we are so pleased to have our friend back with us, Mr. Zach Williams. Right. Right. Did I say that right? Yeah. It didn't sound right. Okay. You called him Mr. Mr. Zach Williams. Yes. And um, we've oh had so much positive feedback yes. since we had Zach on our Stuck in the Middle where... We ain't young, but we ain't dead yet. That's right. Right, Zach? Absolutely. So we thought we would bring Zach back because we've had a lot of feedback, a lot of questions since he was with us a couple of weeks ago. And we even have a couple of questions because we were speaking with him after we filmed and a couple of things came up that we wanted just to address and bring back um, to our podcast. So I just made a joke and said, I don't know what's worse, him being behind bars or sitting between us after dinner tonight. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and no talent. Exactly. I'm probably still wearing my yes. dinner. But nonetheless, so exactly. welcome back. We're so glad to have you with Thank us. You Thank you for coming back. Because, yeah, we did. Last week after we filmed, or two weeks ago, we said we talked for probably another hour here yes. because there was so much more we wanted to talk about. And that's why we have Zach back because we feel like all of you want to hear it too. That's so right. That's where we're at with that. So my big question um, that we talked about is um, in the shoe, which yes. in your terms means basically solitary confinement, Absolutely. correct? Yes. And you were telling us you were literally in the shoe for 18 solid months. Yes. Correct? Months. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, tell us, first of all, what you did to get you put in the <laughs> oh, shoe. Come on, let's And go. then I want to hear all about what it was like in that place for 18 solid months. Well, I was, well the reason I was in the shoe is because me had dealings with a female officer. And so they put me on investigation. Investigation causes me to be in the, in the shoe for 18 months. Okay. So, so wait a mm -hmm. minute. So. Don't forget to talk really loud. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going in there. Okay. So when you say you were just having, like it was more than a friendship. And so you two had to be separated. So yes. they put you in this shoe, did they move her to another prison? Tell me No, they that didn't move part. her. They actually removed me and put me in the shoe for 18 months under investigation because okay. I wouldn't cooperate and say that we had any involvement. Okay. Okay. And okay. so by me not cooperating with them, they stopped me in the shoe for 18 months. Because you just said, I'm not in, or whatever. Um, yes, I don't know what they're talking about. But I did 18 months in the shoe for that. Okay, I have a question. Did you ever see this lady after you got out of the shoe again? Yes. Did you learn your lesson? <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it doesn't sound like uh, you learned your lesson. Not really. It just, you know how to move different. Mm, okay. So, you know how to move different. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that's what happened to get you there. Yes. Okay, so tell us what it was like when you were in there. Well, when I was in there, 18 months by yourself is a lot. A lot of people don't like to be by themselves in a little room like that. I didn't have no cellie, take showers like three times a week. And only thing you can find in there is, well, only thing they can give you in the shoot is the Bible. So That's it, nothing else. Nothing so you're else. literally in a small square room mm -hmm. with a cot or a bed. Yes. And I guess a toilet, mm -hmm. I don't know, right? Yes. 
Like not even a mirror or anything? It's a mirror, but it's not a mirror. Okay. You see a glimpse of yourself. And so. literally, uh-huh. like four walls around you with mm-hmm. a little square window at your door? At the um, the outside, outside of the shoe. So being in the shoe is like you got one inside of the building that's in the door. You can see the pod, basically, where everybody's at. So you can kind of see what's going on around yes. you. You can see not just right there in front of your little window, but you can kind of see. Yes, you got to look out and do stuff like that, yes. Okay. And then you had a window like behind, like a square window where you could see the outside world. So at least you could see outside, like the trees, or yes. maybe a parking lot. I yes. don't know what your view yes, was. My view is like the basically like you see civilians walking, and walking back and forth to work. So you. So what room. would you do? Just sit there and stare and like daydream? I sit most of the time. I read. You got to find routines. Like most of the time, I try to sleep in the day and up all night. Oh. So you got to have yourself. You got to find a routine so that way you can channel your thoughts. Because I was going to ask you if you knew the difference between day and night, but I guess yes, you did because of the window mm-hmm. um, outside. Exactly. And then you knew your meals, I guess, breakfast, lunch, yes. dinner. You get three meals a day. And so. Then you get shower every other day, three times a week. Wow. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, I guess you would have conversation then when they brought your meals to you, or no. was there Mm-mm. nothing? No, no, they, no, no. You have to find time to find self. Which is a good thing. You meditate and you learn things. That's like one of the hardest things doing is probably being by yourself. I honestly cannot imagine. I I mean, okay, think about it right now. Like I have a friend whose daughter is on complete bed rest because of a pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And now granted, she's at home in her bed, but she can read, watch TV. But even at that, I would be climbing out of my skin. I know what it was like just for like mm-hmm. a week staying at my house and mm-hmm. not really getting up and doing much and I could, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. How you can drive yourself crazy. So exactly. what would you exercise, I'm assuming? Yes, I have get a, you get a routine. I work out. I work out. I read again. I read the Bible again. And then you hope and pray that you get mail. That's oh. your biggest day. Your biggest oh, time of the wow. day is receiving mail. So they would let you get letters. Yes, you hear like you hear when they come in, they like mail call, and so everybody runs to the door. Oh, and oh God, that could be them. heartbreaking. It is. It is. It's challenging. Time. It can make you either hate people or it make you learn and understand people. They didn't put me there. I put myself there first of all, so I could That's not true. blame nobody else. My mom brought me up good. My dad did the best he could. At the end of the day, I couldn't blame nobody but myself. Mm-hmm. I couldn't blame my brother. Nobody else but myself. Mm-hmm. So I took accountability for myself, and I learned me. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why a lot of things now I try to focus on me. A lot of times I like to be by myself. Mm-hmm. When I was in prison, I used to get in trouble. I get my, like my mind go to running. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I was like, okay, let me do something to go to shoe, so I can find. Something. Really? Yes. Really? So you actually you like your downtime? Yes. Like right now, I like my downtime. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something great about quiet time and meditation. I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it for 18 months straight. Did I don't what, think. To me, what did you learn about yourself in that time that you didn't know that you had inside of you? Like, what, what was different? What was different is your strength. You don't really know the strength you have until you put in that position. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people give up. I know people had sellers that actually hung themselves, stuff like that. But for me, I just seen a different purpose. Mm-hmm. It could have been worse. And thank God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it could have been worse. So I looked at it like that every day. Mm-hmm. And so 
and doing those things, like now trying to adapt to the outside world, I can't run to the shoe no more. Mm-hmm. You see? Back mm-hmm. then I could run to the shoe and be by myself and close myself in. And you felt kind of safe and comfortable in a weird, in a weird sort of way. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you find yourself and then you got to redo it all over again. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get drawn away back into the everyday mm-hmm. prison system. Every day, you know, mm-hmm. hustling, doing all these things. Mm-hmm. But it's always a reality check when you go back to the shoe by yourself. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nobody to talk to, nobody but to read your Bible. And so. I know we talked about this, about reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. asked you what was your favorite so, so. Um Book, book in the in Bible, Bible. Mm-hmm. and you said Psalms, Psalms. yeah. And like I that can was your... see that because it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. My it grandma, when I first got incarcerated, my grandma just passed. Um, mm-hmm. When she I first did. got like up, she always like, don't come crying to me with all this other stuff. Here, read this song. So she gave me Psalms 91, Psalms 50. I remember all the songs. Uh-huh. And so those, she says, read them on a daily basis, mm-hmm. every day. And I read Psalms 91 as of right now today, mm-hmm. as I'm out. And it's just, some things stick with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, you do the time, don't let the time do you, basically. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to find you. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you are mentally strong. I will I say that. You are. No, yeah. You to are. To, to go through I that. truly cannot, I mean, I mm-hmm. cannot wrap my head around that. The year and a half of being completely alone. Mm-hmm. Alone, yes. Wow. Did your did that CO lady try to sneak you a letter while you were in the, I do not want to answer yes, these questions because yes, you're us. probably scared to tell. tell you're my us. I don't want them coming back uh, to my house and get uh, me and put me back in there. Did she? No, she comes back there, you know, but sometimes yeah, like hey, listen, you gotta know what's what to do. And not only that, she had she had kids. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you get blinded and then all you have is time. So you read and you watch this person. I don't care who it is. I, as a man, I don't think no women should live, work actually in the prison system. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because you get to know them more than their outside husband or anybody mm-hmm. else because you're there with them 24 mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that happens a lot. Yes. A lot. It happened Absolutely. to a family member of mine mm-hmm. and also somebody that we know from here in Coolston. Yes. That happened to and became involved with prisoners and um, in both accounts it did not mm-hmm. turn out well. It won't. Well, I know there was even a sh- uh, one of those shows I watch on TV where literally like the little grandmotherly lady that actually she volunteered mm-hmm. like for something, I'm making this up, art classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, at the prison Supposedly happily married, la la la. Anyway, she ended up becoming getting into a relationship and broke the guy out of prison. Yes, that was in Kansas too. Through the dog pen. Yes. Okay, do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. And, and they went on the, the run. It was like, you know, she brought in dogs and like Yes, it was that one. Get to play with dogs and he that, snuck back in the Yes, it yes. was that story. It was in Leavenworth, Kansas. Uh-huh. Really? Did you know the guy? No, he was in the um the state prison. Okay, but anyway, and I mean, it ended like they went on a high-speed chase, and I mean, like, she, and literally, they interviewed her, and she's like, it just, I had a connection with this guy, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how it ended. Did they end up, did he end up dying? No, he ended up getting locked up. She got locked up for a little minute, and they put him in a prison where he can't escape. Okay. It's like, Florence, Colorado, or something like that. That's right. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Okay. That was one thing we wanted just yes. to talk about that. So mm -hmm. just one last follow-up question to that component of the shoe. Mm -hmm. Like the first day after your 18 months, you go back into mm -hmm. general population. Yes. What was that? Was that hard? Was it like reacclimating all over again? Were your same members of your car out there waiting no, on you? I was in the, um, actually, I haven't got to the prison yet. You were still in the I whole... I still was in like, consider as a... So you, City County. So it was before you really got deep yes. into it and you didn't know better. Yes. I right? did 36 months. <laughs> uh, you didn't know better. She, she has yeah. that finger. You still thought you were going to work that system <laughs> in the beginning. I had to. You yeah. Know, you know, yeah. It happened. The system worked you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. But I had, oh, we did 36 months in there waiting trial. That's right. You That's said that so earlier. So this was during that time during that frame. Time, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I so thought it was, it was when you were in prison. Okay. Gotcha. County, okay. Yes. Okay, good. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. While you were awaiting trial. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I want to talk about that because, and Julie, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to dominate if no, I'm tell, no, if there's no, any questions. But, I'll break in. But I know that um, we talked, too, that you were saying that, you know, years later, I know you got out earlier because of a law that yes. changed, and so yes. you did get released early. Mm -hmm. But also, you were saying that the judge, the prosecutor, and, and the investigators, the detectives, yes. the detectives yes. literally all ended up getting fired all after right. the fact because of your case, other cases, everything combined. And disbarred also. Yes. What right? happened? Tell, so what tell happened. us all of that. Like setting up evidence and being dirty cops, basically. Yes, and that's what happened in our case. Our case was small. It wasn't even actually supposed to be a federal case. Mm -hmm. We didn't have enough drugs you know, mm -hmm. just to say we didn't have enough drugs. But somehow the detective knew the prosecutor and she was a federal prosecutor. So it was all because of surrounding my brother. They didn't really like my brother. So we mm -hmm. all get, they tied us in a conspiracy. It was six of us. Mm -hmm. And so all of us went on a conspiracy and they add the drugs up. Usually you have to get caught with five grams or more individually. Mm -hmm. But they pieced together over five grams as an organization. So our organization was called the Blues Crew. You Everybody said that, knew my yeah. brother's name. His name is Blue. So this government made us as like an organization to be able to tie us in on the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. and so once the conspiracy caused, and it's like, it's open, it's free for all. We went back, everybody knew we was going to trial. Mm -hmm. And so during that process, you got guys like, oh, they're going to trial. The Florida boys going to trial. And so what they do now, they make up cases on us. Even though we never met these guys. Never met him, never had a conversation with him, no physical evidence. But they go to the prosecutor with these made-up stories, and they say, oh, I bought these drugs from this guy. I bought this drug from the Florida crew within this time. So what they do is they add it up. Whatever they're saying, with no dope, that's why I call it ghost dope, ghost drugs, which is mean you get incarcerated by hearsay. But they have no evidence yes. to support that. Absolutely. That's why I call it ghost dope. That is... The federal. You can't do it in the state. State, you have to have actual evidence to convince somebody. I don't under... That's so confusing that to me because... So I mean, then that just means people can make up anything about anybody. Absolutely. And as long as they... And you did not have a... You did have a jury trial, right? Yes, we had a jury trial at first. And then we had a mistrial because they didn't have enough evidence to find us guilty in the first trial. Okay. So instead of them letting us go and throwing our case away, all they did was send us back to the unit and restart it over. Why do you think they did that? Because to get after your brother. Yes, and then they already spent a lot of money. 
So they spent a lot of money to go and find juries. They spent a lot. It felt like we wasted their time. But they, it could but, have ended in a mistrial again, which would have been more money wasted. Yes. It actually almost did, but it's just the wait out. It's a waiting game. That is unbelievable it's to me. Game. With no evidence. And here it is. We on, we on trial getting charged for a mm. key and a half of crack cocaine. When actually we only had a total of five grams of crack that my brother sold here and there and you know other people but it was only five grams we're really like kind of nine grams but we got found guilty for a key and a half of crack that we didn't even never seen they never presented in in trial wow. any of those things so wow that's what ended up getting us kind of like messed up because the ghost go Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can still do that. That is still something to this it's day. It's going on to the day right now as we speak. That yes. is crazy. I yes. For as much money as it cost each state, the government, whomever, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. incarcerate somebody, you know, they have it broke down to how much each prisoner costs. Mm-hmm. To have the prison system full, I can't understand why they would do something like that or that would be something like that to even crowd the prison system more it's money it's just a business yes it's money and most of the product that's being sold in the prison system as far as the kefi product is all bush it's all from bush so bush from president President bush Bush. yes president bush owned all the kefis what's kefis kefi is the type of brand like coffee rice it's a prison system brand. Oh. Like you got Folgers out here. Yeah. Kefi Columbia Coffee in there. So they so, own yes. those products? Absolutely. Holy so all the products we get in is from the Bush organization. So it's all a money thing. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's a whole other situation. That is a whole other topic <laughs> and conversation. Yes, I'm people don't away. know. Yes, absolutely. So it was very profitable. Yes, that's what it was. In other words. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Let's go back to the prosecutor and mm-hmm. the yeah. the judge, mm-hmm. right? The judge, mm-hmm. the prosecutor, and the detective. Detectives. Yes. So how did it finally come out that they were dirty, or that and they? How how did that process? Well, in in our case, they seen it, but after cases after that, they actually start really like people start they start breaking in people's houses, like kicking them in, say they trying to come raid us. Basically, raiders is like come lock us up for illegal activities, mm-hmm. and some people was putting hot like spy cameras in their house that they didn't know about. So what they was doing, they was going to the house and taking all like the drug dealers, whatever they stuff like they mm-hmm. watches and everything else, including the prosecutor. So all that became evidence, and like with us in our case, now that we're out and we can go and try to go back and file a lawsuit, but. You don't want to open a can of oh, No, no, no. Yeah. You're like, I'm good. No, it's the government. I'm free. Yeah. So right. I'm free and whatever happened. Right. Totally God gave agree. me strength to get through it. Absolutely. I don't trip on it, but did they do things wrong? Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. But ultimately it cost them their livelihood. It yes. cost them their career. Um, which it cost you a lot of mm-hmm. your years of growing up, but like you said last time that you 
don't regret Not the things that happened. Mm -hmm. It made you the man who you are to this day. Absolutely. However, they they are paying a price, mm -hmm. and their families are paying a yes. price, and not mm -hmm. you know. Yes. I know you were going to ask something, Julie. I can't remember. Oh, no. I got off track. From earlier. Because I'm off on the Keithies <laughs> thing. I'm, yes. I'm still yes, stuck on that. Yes. That has blown my mind right there. Absolutely. So it's the products that the prison, not just coffee. It's, no, it's different products for us, like Keithy products. That's, that's, that's the, the brand. name brand. brand. Kind of like McKesson does products for nursing homes yes. or hospitals exactly. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's the parent company of the yes. products. Yeah. The product actually is from the Bush organization. So this is all a money, money to get money. Absolutely, that's what it is. Because it's all about money. Absolutely. They don't care how they fill the beds up. The beds are going to be filled. Well, I'm sure yeah. they're overflowing right now. I mean, of I would think, my are. gosh. Well, like, in the last couple of years, they cut, like, I think they cut funds, which was um, Trump. A lot of the um, private-owned facilities, like, I was in the CCA. That's in, like, 06, when they was building all these CCAs. They What's had a, CCA? It's like... Um, privatized? Like, privatized um, correctional facilities. Yeah, yes. like, right. kind of like, Jeb, like GCI or... Yes. Or, or like, GEO or whatever yes, that yes. is. But this was for the federal. Yes. Got and you. not, you know, the state. So when the Fred, when like when they come, the actual marshals come, like everybody just get quiet. All the guards because the marshals is over everything. Correct. So when they came to the building, like everybody's on pins and needles. Now, do we have any federal prisons in South Florida? Yes, we have um Coleman facility, it's a big facility. They got Coleman Coleman Low, Coleman Pen One, Pen Two. You got the medium, and I think you have a women's camp. Where, where, where are they located? And located in um, Orlando, Coleman, Florida. It's like right outside Orlando, like oh. thirty minutes. So yeah. that would be the closest we think. Or Miami? Does it have federal? Yes, Miami have like a federal. They don't really have a federal prison. They have well, they have a federal low, and they have a camp. That's where I did my last, what four years at, at the camp. And then they have a holding a holding facility over there. In Miami. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Because everything around us is state. Yes. But it's yeah. a lot of it might be that privatized, that, like mm -hmm. you're saying, like mm -hmm. the one in Moorhaven, South, South Bay. South Bay. Those are all private now, yes. I think, right? But they're for state, federal. Okay. You only have a couple of photos for federal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For federal prison. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's and just... Most of the transit is in Oklahoma. So you have to fly... Get on this regular plane, tape hanging off. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why I don't care where I'm flying now. I'm free. I don't care if it, it would have crashed when I was on it. It would have crashed then. But no. yeah, it was okay. held together by yes. band-aids, <laughs> exactly, black electrical tape or whatever. Or about than that, what do you call it? Which I have seen on a plane before, by the way. But yes. let me out. Okay, well, I, can I just say sidebar? Yeah. We, we went on a trip this weekend, and we were just yesterday. We were flying home. We changed planes in Atlanta. Okay. And we look out, you know, like we're waiting on the plane and it's there. And we literally see the pilot. He's sitting on the plane. He, I kid you not, he reaches his arm out the front windshield and is wiping it oh. like we do our car window. Wow, sir. And I'm like, 
Does it really make a difference how clear the window? I mean, I'm just saying, don't <laughs> yeah. computers like run this uh, thing? Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I'm not kidding. He had a rag and he was wiping his windshield <laughs> for the jet. I'd have been praying. I was like, okay. Been praying I was like, okay, well, just shut the window really good. There's something about pressurization or yeah. something. I don't know. Sidebar. But that just yeah. happened yesterday. Yeah, yes. it did. It did. Yes. But anyway, um, what would you say your biggest advice would be to the younger generation that was pretend they're your age mm -hmm. at the time when you got in trouble, mm -hmm. fake trouble, trouble, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Um, what advice would you give to them just being every day? Like living? going into the system? No, or just no, just before you there. hopefully don't go in the system. What advice would you give a young person today? What do you tell them out there on that football field? Make the right decisions. All it takes is one mistake. Mm -hmm. One mistake. It don't matter if you're guilty. It don't matter if you're the right, like around the wrong people or the right people. One mistake, that's the rest of your life. It is. Mm -hmm. The rest of your life, and it's hard to get out of that place. You can get in there easy. It's hard to get out. Mm -hmm. And to stay to out. out. Yes, and to stay out. That's and the thing about out. it is. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes inside of there thinking, oh, I'm going to be released. Sometimes you don't get released. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get caught up with drugs. You get caught up with homosexuality. You get caught up with the prison system just to survive. All right, you just sparred another little mm -hmm. moment for me. Mm -hmm. I just remembered you were telling me about, you know, Taking care of yourself and not getting stabbed, mm -hmm. and you go, "Well, I was stabbed." Okay, yes. so what so, in the world happened with that? What did you do? What happened? And well, it's kind of like I was in Minnesota, Sandstone, Minnesota. So when I leave from outside of Florida, we goes up there, and it's kind of like we have a Florida car, basically. You, you talked about that, Florida, the Florida car, Georgia, Alabama. So up there is like five guys from Florida, five guys from Alabama. So we got to all come together and become a car, and. When you go to those places like that, it's a lot of games. You got GDs, BDs, you got all these different type of games. Whatever, tell us what that is. What is GDs? GD is Gangster Disciples, then you got BDs, black, black something they call them. Black, black Disciples. Disciple, black Disciples, something like that. And then you got Bloods, you got Crips, you got Aladdin Kings. Well, so, are you, just act? No, nah, I'm me, I'm always me. You just act. I'm my yeah, own people. Okay. So You're we, Florida car. Yeah. You're the Florida car. So yeah. I get up there, we go up there and First of all, it's like a violation for me, but, you know, I wasn't tripping. Um, my celly was a Latin king, which he's supposed to partner with his his fellow gang. Mm -hmm. But he didn't have no room or no bed space, so I'm like, hey, so I ain't tripping. You stay in here, just don't be disrespectful. And so it was cool for, like, a year or something. Until and what? Until he had more of his Latin king come. Mm -hmm. And so they was like Puerto Ricans mostly out of um, New York. Mm -hmm. And so they came in and they started making little comments, you know, the racist comments. So I'll leave it alone. Mm -hmm. I'm not tripping. But I took care of this kid, you know, mm -hmm. for this whole time, make sure mm -hmm. he had food, make sure he mm -hmm. was, how to be, you know, respectful. Mm -hmm. And so now he's trying to turn against me. Mm -hmm. One thing led to another. He's trying to break bad because he yes. has his buddies yes, after y'all yes. were friends yes. in a way. Yes. And so mm -hmm. one thing led to another, boom, I hit him. And I didn't know I was going to put him to sleep, but it happens. Mm. And so I end up just like, once you do that, it's like, now you have to go get with your car because it's going to be bigger than what it is. And all gang members have to stick together. So my little Florida car is probably about a total of 18 of us against this whole compound. 
But the good thing about it is, like, mm. I'm cool with everybody. And so one of my one of my um, close friends, I still talk to him today, old school, he's like the leader of um, the crib. And so he came and found out. So a lot of people came out and it was kind of like, like what happened? What, what happened? Provoked yes. This so my shot caller had to go up front, and the Latin King shot caller had to go up front. Mm -hmm. So they out talking, it's snoring. We got jackets on. We got, mm. you know, protect ourselves. No, wait. What happened to the roommate? You said you put him to sleep. Surely he didn't yeah. die. No, no, no. I knocked him out. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure yeah, he didn't no. kill him. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure he, he did wake he up. Like, but yeah, he woke yeah. up. Did he come back to your cell? No, I already took all this stuff out. Wait, you take it and throw it I out? I just throw it out. We got to get out. Because I already know it's going to be bigger than what it was. But you can't just, I mean, you said that y'all run the prison. Yes, the guards don't. So, I mean, you just said you're out and they go out. Mm -hmm. so, and so we had to go out in the yard. It's snowing. So you got all these, these they side over here, my side over here. And so I have to sit back. I can't say much because I have a shot caller. And... The guy that I hit, he's out there. His big shot caller, they out there. So they's doing all this extra stuff. We ready, they ready. So they going back and forth. And I was getting ready to transfer to Miami. I had like five years left and gave me my time change. And so I'm thinking all this positive stuff. But one bad thing, one bad decision, I could have ended my life. Oh my God. You know, in that process. So I'm like, man, but I was in it. So I had no other choice but to. You have to see it through. What are you going to do at that point? And so they was doing back and forth talking and like, okay, what's the resolution? The resolution was for me to go up top to get checked in. And then, you know, my shot caller was like, no, he ain't going nowhere. So I'm like, hey, can I say something? He was like, yeah. And so the shot caller was like, I was like, who don't like it? And he was like, I don't like it. So I'm like, well, we grown men. <laughs> we can go and handle our business. And he's like, oh, because he's a big old guy, whatever. So I'm like, he's like, oh, so what do you want to do? I'm like, come on, let's go. I'm like, and, you know, my shot caller was like, no, no, no. I said, man, it's all right. I can take care of you. And so we got in the bathroom. It didn't end like he ended. So he put a knife or whatnot. So I had got cut right here. Mm. It got stuck in my arm, but. And so then fighting. what happened? You kept fighting. Yeah. And then something happened. He got stabbed 38 times. Mm. By you? I don't know. Something no. happened. Something happened. <laughs> so what? It ended up happening, and you had a plane on there, and it ended up getting airlift. But like that was the most scariest time. I can say that my whole prison time because I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. it. It happened. I went in there to like simple, like squashed it, so we won't have a riot, so we won't have a bloodbath. So I went as a man to handle whatever I handled. If I would have lost, I would have lost, but mm -hmm. I didn't lose, and he just grabbed his knife. Now, right. was that the shot caller you were up mm -hmm. against that time? Mm -hmm. Not the guy in oh, your cell. Oh, it wasn't the guy. No, he couldn't do nothing with me. So the shot caller was like... So it was you and him. And then the big shot caller, yes. So what? So after that, then did you still get your transfer to Miami? Or Thank what? God. Like, Thank God. <laughs> I already had my clothes packed. So I'm just oh. waiting on the bus to come so I can leave that facility. And Jesus. so a week you later, couldn't just go outside a little bit early. I mean, and just say I'm waiting. It don't work that way. So it happens, and then for me not to like <laughs> leave all my friends and like just like okay, shot caller didn't like it. We can handle it. So we end up going through what we're going through and whatnot, and I end up getting stabbed. He ended up getting airlifted, mm. and I prayed and I just thank God that it, I got away. <laughs> And then anyway. what I have? Do you okay. know what happened to the other people? The like your your car? I, I asked my after car? you left your car. No, my after, car was great because after that the guards end up coming, so they end up taking me around that way. I had to go to the doc. I mean to the infirmary. Yes, to act like I got hurt in the gym and they had to put staples oh. and stuff in my arm or whatnot. But was 
the knife mm -hmm. still in you? Yes, it was stuck in my arm. My arm, actually, my hands were stuck like that. Mm. Okay. And, we'll and it was, I didn't really know it at first because it's a string. Mm. People, most people will tie a string so they won't lose the knife in battle. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So when it's stuck in my arm, I think my muscle like contracted mm. and it wouldn't come out. That what made me notice, and then I pulled him to me, mm. and then I mm. found yeah. my knife. I don't know how, but it happened. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But then, um, so after that, he, you literally physically left like that day, yes, the I next know. day. I left a week left. A week later, I left. I left and nothing bad happened that week after. You hear rumors. You know, you hear rumors and stuff. You, you just know. kept your head down. Yeah, right I just prayed life. and like right. listen. It happened, it happened. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about it is nobody told anything. Nobody told the CEO. So I prayed. I ended up leaving, going to Miami. And Thank mm -hmm. God. Thank mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And then, so when you went to Miami, you mm -hmm. said you were there five years. A little, yeah, about four and a half years. Four and a half years. Mm -hmm. After Miami, that's when you went to the halfway house yes. in Fort Myers. Yes. yes. And you said you wouldn't have gone that route. Is that correct? The halfway house? Yeah. I wouldn't. I would have stayed in and just finished my time there. In Miami. Halfway instead house, of doing the halfway house. Yes. There's no way you can. What's the deal with that? The halfway house versus staying in? You get a choice? It's basically you're not incarcerated anymore. You get to leave out. Mm -hmm. Got some type of freedom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You get to go get a job. But they take like 5% or 20% of your money. So you cannot save money, especially if you got kids. So, you know, mm -hmm. taking so much money. And it's kind of like what I'm working for. I just should have stayed in and finished my time and then went home. How long were you in the halfway house? Nine, well, I supposed to be in nine months, but I didn't do that much. I got sent back, which was, I think I got sent back twice because I wouldn't pay. Back to Miami? No, they sent me to Charlotte County. Charlotte County oh. in Fort Myers. Oh, county jail. Yes, but you have a um, federal side and you have a state side. Oh, okay. So I basically did my time there. Okay. For like, I did 20 some days and I came back and did another like 58 and I was done. Wow. And then you got out, out, out. Yes, I got out. And then getting out now, I mean, initially, are you on like probation where you have a probation officer yes. you have to check in with or how does that work? Yes, when I first got out, it had like a color code and your name come up. You have to go back to Fort Myers, take a P test and do all those things. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, they gave me 17 and a half years. 10-year paper on top. Thank God they cut it in half and I'm no longer on probation. Thank mm -hmm. God. And I oh, recently just good. got off. Yes, five and a half years clear, no no mis mishap or nothing, but it's like, it's, it's it really is set up for you to fail. You really, you own pins and needles. Regardless of the fact you're free, but you're walking on eggs. Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's the smallest thing. Anything, a traffic yes. violation, anything, anything could turn. Anything. Up. Like you're not, well, I don't know. I know normal probation. I don't know about federal or mm -hmm. whatever, but you're not allowed like to leave the county without getting permission. Yes. And I mean, like any, like literally if you drove from here to Moorhaven because it's a different county, yes, you I could be in I trouble. I'm supposed to go to Palm Beach County. I can go anywhere up this way, not that way. I could easily get sent right back. And that's the kind of thing people don't realize when you got a prison. They think it's over. No, it mm -hmm. just began. Mm -hmm. And what oh, I mean by wow. it just began because now you got to start trusting yourself around certain people, around certain and events. And making good decisions. Yes, and making great decisions. But the thing about it is you, me knowing self, I love my family. Mm -hmm. I'm giving my life for my family. So much as I'm out here building a family, 
it could be going in the blink of an mm-hmm. eye. So it messes with your head, and you're like, man. I'd be scared to leave my house. Yes. I'd be scared That's to leave. That's why I'm afraid of like crowds, and like if I go out, it's kind of like I'm watching everything because I have to make better decisions, at least for my kids. Well, and like you say, it's not even so much, it's your decision, but even with what happened to you, so much of it mm-hmm. was because of the people that you were even around. Exactly. So the decisions they're making. So you you have to not only look out for yourself, but you yes. have to literally look out. Like if you walk into, I'm making this up, but a party, mm-hmm. and one person there is doing something wrong, you gotta get the heck away from it yes. because it could really, really, really mess you up. Yes. Whereas anybody else would be like, well, that's on them. They're doing it, not me. Yes. But you yes. can't view you life can't like that. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So it's kind of my old, it's like I wore against my old self. Mm-hmm. My old self, like I don't care, let's go, wherever I catch you at. But now it's kind of like I know uh-uh. what's going to happen. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm going to leave my kids. I've been there, I've done that before. But the thing about it is mm-hmm. you're going to war with yourself. You're going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't going to understand you. I don't care who it is. If they never walked in your shoes, they can't tell you how to live. Mm-hmm. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so much as I sit and try to explain a person like this and I have issues, I have problems, they look at me like, no, you all right, man, you good. Like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I battle, like, I battle. You don't understand. My battle and your battle is different. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, Absolutely. I've been through things that they haven't been through. Exactly. You know, yeah. So Just because you different. look one way on the outside, yeah. the inside totally is totally yes. different. It's totally different. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, and it's just like anybody that is truly a good friend or family, mm-hmm. I would hope, I mean, would be like, you know what? Listen, I get you. You need to do what you need to do to take mm-hmm. care of yourself. I support you and trying to take care of yourself and your family, yes. mm-hmm. you know, and I... If I'm doing something wrong, then let me get away from you out of respect for you because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to get your life in order and keep it in order. Not get it. It is in Mm -hmm. order now. But keep it in order Mm -hmm. because you are kind of working against the odds. And it's like a lot of people don't really understand. If it took me 12 years, three months to build this type of mindset, like if I don't get a letter or if I call somebody, they don't answer. I used to get mad back then. Now it's like I just put in my head, I don't have to talk to this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Leave it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so hard to change that after 12 years of training your mind. Like, you'd rather not hurt nobody, you'd rather cut them off before they hurt you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so now you're trying to get in this world and you're trying to trust people. You're trying to accept people for who they are. That's hard. And the first time you see a red flag, your first mindset is to cut off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like... You have to see this person on a daily basis. You know you love this person, but mm-hmm. you also love self more. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. What's the bigger picture? Yes, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like to give that trust to somebody. And you know that person being good for you, but... Yeah, yeah. You train your mind so many years to like that cutoff. And when you say cutoff, that means like I don't never have to talk to you mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You live your life, I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so... What would you say, and we may have talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but the number one thing positive that has not happened to you, what is your number one go-to for keeping your mind on track? Is it Mm -hmm. talking to a a therapist, a counselor, reading your Bible, being with the kids at at football? My daughter. Mm -hmm. 
like keeping yes. you grounded or yes. mentally like in the right place. My daughter, like I, I don't get me wrong, I love my boys. They my boys, I love them. But that daughter is the difference. Mm -hmm. It's like she can feel when I get mad. Like she calms me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like go in the room. She knows she'll grab my leg. Like no, daddy. And then it kind of calms me. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like, I love my other kids, don't get me wrong, it's mm -hmm. just my blessing and I think God gave me her for a reason mm -hmm. because I wore, I want to do things that mm -hmm. I'm used to to get me back to that comfort. It's not being institutionalized, it's just that comfort for you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people out in the world that haven't been to jail, they got things that they can go to the comfort. Like some people want to read, some people want to go walk, you know, some, yes. me, I like to be alone. Yep. I like to be alone. And if I can't be alone, I say crazy stuff to make you be, you know, I push you away. If you show me any type of love for as a love that I know can be taken away from me, I try to push you away. Mm -hmm. To save yourself. Yes. Well, it's your guard, it's your wall up because yes. you know Absolutely. you don't want to get hurt again mm -hmm. mentally because it has to be so hard to leave your relationships. I mean, yes. for that length of time. So you protect yourself automatically. So getting, yes. and, and like your daughter, instead of her, pushing you away, yes. she knows not to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she knows even when maybe you're not being, uh, you're being a little bit of a jerk or whatever, trying to push people away, yes. she knows she the opposite. She's like, no, but I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. So she turns it right around. Yes. You know. We call yeah. her the nugget. Yeah. That's what David and I the nugget. The nugget. She ain't going nowhere. She don't care. I could be mad. Like, go in the room. She like, no, daddy, no. Aww. She wrap her legs and then make me like, all right, babe, come on. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's your calm. And yes. she, and, I, and like I told you a long yes. time ago when you had her, she was a true blessing yes. to you. Absolutely. And her mom. Yes, Aww. yes, yes. And her mother. She has a great mom. Aww. Yes, she I'm changing yeah. for the world, you know, it's just life. Oh, yeah. I accept life. Yep. You know, I accept life. You learn from your mistakes, but I still battle. Well, we all do. Oh like we gosh. said that before. Mm -hmm. You know what? I mean, I, I haven't been to prison. Again, like I say, I mean, we all are just one little hair away from making a wrong decision. Like mm -hmm. you say, that it could put any of us there at some point mm -hmm. in our life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, again, absolutely, we're all there and we all battle. We all have our demons that we yeah. struggle with. And, well, and so much of it is our own self. We mm -hmm. all have those mm -hmm. things. And... Anxiety can rear mm -hmm. its ugly head, but it's how we how we um, act, absolutely, and that will help us handle it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. I mean it's kind of like um, your Mike said on our Friday or on the podcast this week, as far as like even just not letting people thinking before we react and it's so much easier said than done so, but it's so true so like true. again seek to understand you know before you're understood or whatever and it, it's so true i mean mm -hmm. we're all guilty of you know i know i am i mean we we need reminders every day that's why it's so important to stay in the word stay positive mm -hmm. and keep those things because i'm telling you it does make a mental it makes a mental difference it does you know it does. and as miserable as that time was for you in the hole the hole the shoe, the the shoe. shoe. i, I want to call it Same the hole thing. Yes. but like in the hole in the shoe uh -huh. i mean thank god maybe that is a blessing that the only thing they allow is your religious preference which for you is the bible yes. because i mean it keeps you 
grounded mentally. That's mm -hmm. about the only thing your faith yeah. that's gonna pull you through something like that yes. to me. And if you don't yes. have one, you probably will get one. Yeah. I would hope. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, Zach, well, I'm telling you, yeah. it's been just so good and so interesting and um informative and I I just don't, I can't even thank you enough for sharing you your story. I know, I'm truly, I can't either. I agree so totally. So many people have talked to me personally about it. Me. Tracy, mm -hmm. you with, you know, your family, mm -hmm. you said and your friends and yes. and had no idea what your story was. Absolutely. And um, you just enlightened mm -hmm. us and... Um, Really, we can't thank you enough. And just keep being a great positive role model to those kids out there. Yes, I know you do right. a lot of volunteering. You do things with the kids. And I'm telling you, people need to see from a real person, mm -hmm. yeah. somebody they know and they like and they mm -hmm. trust, hey, this can happen to you. Yeah. It's not just the big bad Absolutely. wolf that's yeah. on television. And those yes. kids admire you. They look yes. up to I you. To them. Yes. And so it's... It is, you're going to be that person for them. I'm trying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you, and keep keep doing what you're doing. And listen, one half the battle is realizing and accepting, like you said, you know mm -hmm. when your buttons get put, or you know when you need to have your alone time, whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's good. A lot of people don't recognize that in that's themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's when issues happen. I'm talking about every single yeah, person, not just you. No, so half the battle is knowing, like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to check out for a little bit. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And acknowledging that. Well, great. thank you so thank much, you. as always. Thank You've been a, you. a, a blessing for us, so we appreciate it so yes. much. Yes. And who knows, we may have you back Don't mention any new stories after we get off the air, because yeah. we'll be dragging you right back yeah, over don't here worry, again in a week or two. I have another, I've already told you what I want to do, so don't be surprised if you uh, see Zach back with us. All right, everybody, we thank you so much for tuning in and listening, and it's another week, so like us. Love us. Share. Care. And be kind. And be kind. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good Bye. week, everybody. All right. Bye.